Shabbat Shalom, and this week's parasha, Parashat Kitisa, we find something very fascinating. You know, if you're asking me to break up this parasha, you know, you'd break it up sort of evenly out. Seven aliyot, seven portions, breaking it up relatively evenly. Once in a while you have one long aliyah. And we all know the famous theme of this week's parasha was the Egel and the breaking of the Luchot. So now the million dollar question is, if you look at the way this parasha is broken up, the first two aliyot are really 90% of the parasha, and the last four, five aliyot, sorry, is a smaller portion of the parasha. Why isn't it broken up more evenly? And the famous explanation is that since this parasha is talking about the Chet the sin of the golden calf, so we want to break it up in a way that only the Kohen and Levi, the first two aliyot, which are both from Shevet Levi, will read about the Chet Because we all know that the only tribe that didn't commit the sin of the Egel was Shevet Levi. And therefore, we want them, the Kohen and the Levi, they're the ones that they can read the Aliyah. They're the ones that can get an Aliyah during this terrible sin where God says that every sin forever in history this sin was so bad that God couldn't just give us one straight punishment it would have been too much so he broke up the punishment and every sin in history the punishment will be included a little bit of the punishment of the Egel we're going to get a little bit of the Chet Egel's punishment as well and therefore we want the Kohen and Levi to get this Torah portion because they could handle it because they weren't part of the sin that's why they have the crux of the parasha and the first two aliyot which correspond to the Kohen and Levi are most of the parasha and carry most of the story of the parasha now there's a famous story from Schwab who was the Rosh Hashiva and the Washington Heights Yeshiva in Breuer's and it was in America uh, most of his life after uh, World War II. So before the war, one Shabbat, he stayed at the Chavetz Chaim. And many stories we have from that one Shabbat where the Rav Schwab stayed at the famed Chavetz Chaim, who was so famous. You should know, everyone knows the Chavetz Chaim. But even in the non-Jewish world, he was famous. He was living in some small town in Poland, in Raden, in Poland, but when he was Niftar, the New York Times in America, the top newspaper in America was already letting everyone know that the Chavetz Chaim, great rabbi, passed away. It was on the front cover, front page. And says, and the story goes that Rav Schwab was once at the Chavetz Chaim for a Shabbat. And the Chavetz Chaim turns to Rav Schwab and tells him, Are you a Kohen? Are you a Levi? Or are you Israel? Are you from Shevet Levi? Or are you now? Are you just the Yisrael? Or Schwab turns and tells him, it's like, I'm a Yisrael. And Chavetz Chaim tells him, oh, that's bad. I'm a Kohen. You're Yisrael, but I'm a Kohen. As everyone knows, Chavetz Chaim's name was Yisrael Meir Kohen. So the Chavetz Chaim turns, or Schwab's a little perplexed, or Chavetz Chaim turns to him and tells him, and why are you not a Kohen? Schwab, very confused, turns to the Chavetz Chaim and tells him, because my father wasn't a Kohen. 
the Chavetz Chaim turns back to Rav Shwam and tells him, and why wasn't your father a Kohen? So Rav Shwab already is now uh, very uh, confused now. He doesn't know what to say. I mean, Chavetz Chaim knows the halakha, that he goes after your father. Your father's not a Kohen, you're not a Kohen. Go back my grandfather and go way back. The Chavetz Chaim tells him, he's like, you know why you're not a Kohen? Because way back in the year 2448, when the Bnei Yisrael and the of Rav went ahead and did the Egel, my forefathers joined with Moshe and said, we are not going to do this. We are going to be on Team Hashem. We're going to be on Hashem's side. We're not going to go ahead and do this Avodah Zarah. But your forefathers didn't do that. That's why I'm a Kohen and you're not a Kohen. And Rav Schwab said that if you thought about it, the story sounds a little perplexing. It sounds weird. What is Chavz Chaim trying to tease him? He's trying to tease Rav Schwab? I'm a Kohen. You're not a Kohen. I'm better than you. What is he trying to do? It's not the Chavz Chaim's personality to do something like that. Explains Rav Schwab that the Chavz Chaim was trying to tell him. Think about how much one moment in your life could be, could mean. And we all have these moments, says Rav Schwab. We have these moments when it comes in life. Where we could choose right now. And everybody to themselves knows it. Where we have a moment we can choose God. Or we can say, nah, nah. I'll just join with the crowd. I won't be on that. I'll just follow the crowd. And the crowd may not be, may not be doing the right thing. Are we going to be like the Kohanim, Team Hashem, and forever be Kohanim and priests and high priest Hashem? Or are we just going to be just like other people, like the Hamonam, like the multitudes of people and be Israelim? We got to take advantage of those opportunities in our life and be Kohanim and be priests and be fearful servants of Hashem. Mizrah Hashem, if we take opportunity, we take the advantage of the opportunity to reach higher and higher levels in Avodat Hashem and to see many barachot in our lives and to the Yeshua of Mashiach to the Keno Amen Shabbat Shalom